we acknowledge the First Nations peoples of this land, the traditional custodians, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and future. We recognise the ongoing impacts of colonisation and the importance of a voice to Parliament to ensure the sovereignty and self-determination of First Nation peoples is respected and upheld. We commit to working together towards a just and equitable future for all Australians. Hi, I'm Keely, and it's the 21st of March, 2023. And I am Wentz. And you are listening to The New Blurt. The New Blurt. I can't take it anymore. Good afternoon, good evening, good day, and good morning, Blurtsters, wherever you are around the world. You are listening to The New Blurt. Uh, good evening, or afternoon, or uh, yeah, morning, wherever you are. Uh, you absolutely are listening to the new blurt. Fantastic to have you with us uh, tonight. I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country of the Kulin Nation, the Woiwurrung people. Uh, sovereignty was never ceded, always will be, and always has been Aboriginal land. Uh, tonight on the show, I just wanted to give you a bit of a rundown what we're talking about, talking about... Um, We are going to talk about great people that did stuff tonight. We've got a guy named David Tran. Apparently, he's hot and spicy. And uh, Patricia Schroeder, who was a... um, Unfortunately, she's just died at 82, so good age. But she's had an incredible life. She was a uh, women's activist. She was one of the first women in America to be in Congress. Um, And there's a lot more uh, about it that we would discuss. We'll talk about COVID. Yes, unfortunately, it's still a thing. I know because my daughter's got it and some other people I know have it and other people I heard about have it. So it's definitely a thing. Sorry, but it is. And uh, the last thing is what's on the box. And um, what's on the box is I'm talking about a little film called You People. And Wentz going to talk about Lockwood and Co. Without any further ado, you might not know, but this is Wentz. Good evening. Hello. Um, before I continue, I respectfully acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I live and work, the Yagra and Turbul peoples. Sovereignty was never ceded. Good evening, sir. Hello, my friend. Always uh, good to have you uh, with me on the new blurt yeah. on a Tuesday. How are you feeling? How's the, oh, yeah, Harmony Day. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. World Harmony Day. It is World Harmony Day. So would you like to let the listeners know what World Harmony Day is all about, Wincy? Um, It's about um, being respectful, I guess, of everyone on this planet that we all um, inhabit. Um, You probably know more about it than me, perhaps. You've probably done more of the research because I came to this one today. No. 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 In this case, I... I I know a lot. I did see um, a, yeah. um, uh, a whole bunch of people today having a Harmony lunch, which was uh, pretty mm. nice. They had their, their Harmony flags out, etc. But, yeah. um, but schools I, are I, generally quite quite into it as well every year. I don't recall my kids talking about it. It's, they usually celebrate it later in the year. I don't know why they don't do it this time of year. Yeah, look, it's interesting. Um Apparently, Harmony Week was first celebrated in 1999 uh, to help celebrate Australia's diversity, promote a sense of acceptance and inclusivity. And Mm -hmm. along those lines, I'd just like to say that I don't know if you've seen it, but Daniel Andrews just put a, um, I think it's a, I think it's a trans flag up at um, Parliament House. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, just basically giving the big uh, F you to um, any to, people that are anti. Mm. Yes, we won't and, mention those names. No, those no, no, we definitely won't. And it looks like they're going to be uh, banning the um, the signal that they uh, use, which is disgraceful as well. Mm. Um, it looks like that yeah. might be going around Australia as well, uh, getting banned. Okay. So that, that would be a good thing, I, I feel. Yeah. I know certain symbols have been banned in Victoria. I don't think they've been banned here in, Victoria, in Queensland just yet. But, yeah, like you said, couple of those things will be uh, uh, will be discussed in state parliament and hopefully banned real quick. <clears throat> it's a small step. It, it doesn't it is. solve the problem, obviously, but, um, yeah, we don't oh, no. need to see that in public. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you're right. It doesn't solve the problem because those idiots have got that attitude now and uh, will be very hard to change their mind, I would, I would, I would imagine. I'm sure there's some mm. people in there that you could definitely – if yeah. you had a, a um, chat room. But it's, um, yeah, it's not a good situation, but it is a good situation the way that uh, the uh, Victorian government has come out about it. In fact, mm. I've, got a, I've got a little, um, this is a little bit of a, a, a prompt, really, uh, mm. in that, an impromptu prompt, as it were. Um, oh, okay. Because I heard it tonight. I just thought it was really, really good. But it just might take to to uh, up. Um, to, which I will not do because I'll I'll just go up here. Just uh, talk amongst yourself. No, <laughs> um, the um, I think as a minister, I think it was a minister of uh, the Victorian um, Labor Party. It had a fantastic. Um, it was a really good, uh, really good speech. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't a comeback. It was a full speech. It was really good. So, right. Okay. Gonna, and that was in Parliament today, was it? Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was in Parliament today. You might not be able to see this. What I'll do is I'll just bring this down here. At least I can show you what the government did. I can't. So I can just show you this. Say that. For those listening on the podcast, it's a gentleman raising the trans flag at Victoria House or Government House. It is indeed, and and the tweet is: "There's a new flag flying outside offices of Victorian government because we'll always respect you and always have your back." And I don't know. I just feel that if I've got that sort of government, I'm pretty happy with mm. that sort of attitude myself. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, we're all about inclusivity on this show. Mm. And exactly. We um, and and I tell you, it's quite funny actually because I wrote to I was listening to a podcast the other day, an Australian Institute podcast. It, it was all about the First Nations um energy company or okay. um, or enterprise um etc mm-hmm. it, it's all about um how they are actually forming uh, their own sort of companies and creating microgrids in the rural areas of australia mm-hmm. etc they're already doing that sort of stuff in india 
and you know those sort of uh, very big rural countries, if you like. So anyway, I wrote to them because I was hoping we could get a representative of one of them mm. on the show to actually explain a bit more about it, which I thought the listeners would mm-hmm. love. Yeah. But it was interesting because I wrote directly to them via Twitter. I've done this as quite a few people now. I've written directly via Twitter. Mm. DM them. And, well, yeah, and you do actually get a reply, which is nuts because, mm. you, you know, I mean, I wrote to them the proper way via email. Mm. And, um, it didn't work. No, didn't get Crickets. anything at all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So... I did it the, um, you know, I did it the Twitter, Twitter way as such. And, um, and I did get something. Yeah, and I did get something. I got a heart. Oh, okay. That's and better was, than crickets. Well, I know. And I spoke, to my, I spoke to my daughter about it and I said, love, I wasn't looking for a heart. I was looking for someone to get back in touch with me <laughs> so I can get a representative. I'm like, I, I don't want you to like the tweet. I want you to read the yeah. tweet and read it. reply back. And- yeah, give me something positive, something to, yeah. something juicy. We also need to talk about in our banter, as we always do, um, yes. our, our title, our show title. title. Oh, yes. Yes, we do. Yeah. We do so indeed. how did we come up that. with this one? Because that's been a bit of the, in the news lately, hasn't it? Yeah, well, apparently we, we're spending $368 billion on submarines that we're not going to get for 30 years. For, yeah. So what's that average out to about 10 billion a year or something? No, 3 billion. No. Yeah, 10 billion. Imagine what they could do with that money. Even just half of that money in the same time period. I know. Yeah, I know. It is an orca submarine. It's 100% true. Very much. Um, yeah, mostly American. Well, it's, I mean, Paul Keating, as you probably heard, wasn't very happy about it. No, no. um, he's he's never shy to to air his views. No, no, he's not, but I I sort of agree with a few of them. Um, Mm. I I don't understand. I mean, I don't know. I think as soon as they, as soon as these, uh, I mean, we might be in New Zealand before then anyway, but. As soon as these things land, I think we're definitely going to New Zealand, but I would be mm. very surprised if we weren't already there. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it just seems a bit, I don't know, nearly $400 billion mm. and, uh, and they've still got $250 billion worth of tax cuts they're going to give to people that earn over 120000 I think it is, next year. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And it's just, you're just like, real. I mean, I, I was, sorry, go for it. No, I was just going to say, we've got a budget that is uh, not looking the best and they're spending all this money on something that, by having, makes us a target for big countries around us who don't like us. Do you know, the, the total ridiculous thing about this, and this is what sort of gets me annoyed, I suppose, is that the other party, I mean, as we know, they're completely rubbish on climate change, but they would have done exactly the same thing. Mm, yeah. So we'd be in exactly the same position, except worse, because they would have allowed every single coal mine, in fact, they would have probably paid for some to be... Um, to to uh, to be opened, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We'd yeah. definitely be in a worse position, but I'm definitely not happy with um, uh, with Alba on this one for sure. But mm. some, some, something that I am happy with mm. is this. Ooh. 
One of our favourite, uh, is mm. a cat supporter, aren't they? Possibly. I th- I thought they I thought they were I thought they were Geelong. I can't quite remember. Yeah, I think so. And um, it was great to see the pies beat the oh, cats. Oh yes, it was. It was indeed very very. Good. And you were already celebrating even before they they won. Well, that's they, exactly right. Because <laughs> you all... you and some and the boys were out. On a catch-up last Friday, when when the Pies were thrashing the, uh, I wouldn't say thrashing, they only no. won by twenty odd points, but yeah, but and we yeah, came when back, they, when they came did back the Pats. seven goals. I mean, we were down by we were down by uh, nearly four goals uh, about mm. three or four times. So, I mean, we ended up winning because we kicked eight goals in a row against nothing. So, mm. I mean, which Does is that mean awesome? It, but... is, yeah, exactly. Is is that setting a precedent like last year where? We're going to have a lot of heartbreak during the sh- uh, during the matches, and then they're going to win, and then we're going to have a heart attack towards the end because of all the excitement. No, I don't. Coast to ride. Yeah, look, uh, not as much as last year, no, because um, Tom Mitchell, I mean, instantaneously had a massive impact. I mean, he had eleven mm. clearances. So, if you know anything about football, which I know you do know a little bit, but for anyone else. Uh, listening who doesn't know about AFL football. Um, clearances means that they get the ball from under the pack at the start of the game. And it's really, really important part of the game to get the ball out and give it to someone. Well, he did that 11 times and a lot of them were positive, i.e. the other team didn't get them. So that makes a huge, huge difference. That's mm. what we were getting killed last year. Even when we were winning, we're still getting killed in the clearances. So yeah, when you can, when you can win the clearances, which we did, in fact, we won every stat. So... So that's that's pretty cool. But that's pretty cool. But I'll tell you something that I don't think is that cool. The Americans, seriously, the US, they are an interesting country in so many ways. What have they done this time? Well, they reckon they're gonna hand out one point five million dollars to its swimmers if they win all the relays. And I'm thinking, you are the biggest cheapskates in the world. How much do they pay their baseball players? How much do they pay their slapping themselves silly bloody league in America? Mm. I mean, seriously to God, if if painting a house was a professional sport, they they would have sponsors for that as well. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. Just just ridiculous. And then so is that boys, one and a half million per swimmer or per no, team? No, it's ridiculous. Um, it's not. No, it's 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 pathetic because as you it's know, just for the team. The swimmers don't get paid an absolute fortune like you know no. so many other sports do, and a lot of them have to get their own sponsors. I mean, you've got your you know your odd one like uh, Ian Thorpe. He made a lot of money, mm. and then yeah. uh, what's his Can name? The other us. American. Yeah, well, he made a bit uh, of coin too. I saw him the yeah. other day. Actually. I did. He was sitting in the same tram that I was in. Uh, oh, nice. And I said to him, "Kick it to me." No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, boom. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, he didn't see the, he didn't, there he, we didn't, go. he didn't see the funny side. But anyway, um, <laughs> he's a very tall man. Um, the United States swimming's leading power, bullshit, has long since lost its hegemony in the relay events. Well, it needs to find that. There's just no doubt about mm. it. 
hard to swim without the hitch. Yep. At the Tokyo 2020 Games, they won only two, the men's 4 by 100 and a 4 by 100 medley. And they missed out on all the other stuff because they're just not good. And so the rundown of payments is determined as follows. Half a million dollars if they win the seven well, uh, seven relays of the World Championships in Fukatoka. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Where? I don't, know, I don't know how you pronounce it. It's, it definitely looks like it. Um <laughs> It definitely looks like... I'm glad I wasn't mid-drink when you said that. Uh, it looks like fucking cocoa. I'm sorry, but it does. Fukuoka. Fukuoka. That's probably a bit more yeah. closer to the truth. Fukuoka. Fukuoka. There you go. And $1 million more if they repeat the feat in Paris. There would be uh, also a smaller prize if they only get medals in all events, $150,000 at the Worlds and $250,000 at the Olympics. Well, mm. I think that is just rubbish. So so there you go. I think that's uh, just crap. Mm. Uh, with that number as a reference, if the jackpot were to be won in both competitions, it would result in 18867 and $10,416 per head respectively. Oh, they're all hard. Right, they're all hard. I mean, it's just pathetic. Why would you boss bust your absolute nut so that your heart exists for that? I mean, mm, really? Just for that yeah, poultry amount. Yeah, that's an absolute joke. So, yeah. But, um, oh, did you did you also hear that uh, India cut its internet to 27 million? No, no. They, um, they, they As cut in the they, they cut it off? Yeah. 27 million did. people, right. They did indeed. India cuts the internet. 27 million people at Punjab police hunt Sikh separatist. India authorities have blocked the internet access for nearly 27 million, million people in the state of Punjab for a fourth straight. Wow. Basically, they've wow. cut the internet for everyone in Australia. Pretty much. That's the, can you imagine Every the uproar if, we, if that happened here? Entity. Like, that's kids involved. I was going to say, yeah. imagine the, uh, the teenagers revolting. Oh, yes, they are. That. Be on the no, you're right the first time they are revolting. They are very but, well. uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, the Punjab <laughs> government initially announced a 24-hour internet ban on Saturday and authorities launched an operation to arrest Amrit Pal Singh, a popular leader with the separatist Khalistan movement and seeks to establish a sovereign state for followers of the Sikh religion. Yes, because mm. Sikh Buddhist, isn't it? I think is Sikh Buddhist or is Sikh? Not too sure. No, no, not, not sure. uh, Buddhist. I meant Muslim. Hindu. Sorry. Is Sikh Hindu? That I'm not sure. All not right. too sure. I, I know the Khalistan, um, the, two or three weekends ago, we did see a number of the Khalistan uh, flags being waved around Brisbane. They were on, oh, wow. cars, on cars as they were driving around oh, the city. Wow. I saw it twice in the space of a few days. Wow. Uh, yeah, so they're obviously trying to get some sort of land back or, or some sort of justice. I'm not too sure, but... See, this, I mean, this is the whole reason I I hate religion of all kinds. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, if you want to, you know, if, if, if you want to um, observe your God, whoever it is, whatever it is, and you're not hurting anyone else and you're doing your thing and you're praying away, go for it. That's fine. Mm. Yeah. But when you start doing this sort of stuff, I just find it a bit. Mm. Um, uh, I just go, well, you know, this is the whole reason I don't like it. So, 
Yeah. But anyway, the violence reached the climax, climax in June 1984 when the Indian Army stormed the Golden Temple in Amritsar's Sikhism's holiest shrine to capture the armed separatists, killing thousands and reducing much of the building to rubble. So, yeah, it's uh, not good. Not good. No. But uh, on that cheery note, we um, actually do need to crack on. We do. Hey, this is Hannah Melville Ray from the Australia Institute. I'm listening to the new blurts with Wensi and the Kegsta, and you should be too. It's on Tuesday nights live from around 8 p.m. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Great People That Did Stuff. Now, on our Great People That Did Stuff tonight, Wensi, I'm quite intrigued. Um, so I think you should yeah. go first. I should go first? Cool. All right. Like we uh, mentioned earlier, um, this topic is very hot and spicy. <laughs> but it's not R-rated, okay? So don't don't get ahead of yourself. All right. Um, the <laughs> it's not that type of show. We're not on late enough. It could be. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Um, David Tran. For most of you, if not nearly most of the population on this planet, would not even know who this guy is. Uh, but before I tell you uh, why I want to talk about him and why he did great stuff, give you a bit of the history, his history. Um, David's Chinese background was drafted um, into the Vietnam War in 1970 as a cook and stayed there um, in the army for five years. Then in 1978, the newly formed communist government cracked down on ethnic Chinese. And so Dave um, fled the country that year and boarded a Chinese freighter called the Hue Fong with about 3,000 other refugees. He spent six months in Hong Kong before eventually giving, being given asylum in the US and he um, moved to Boston, Massachusetts. Soon after, he settled in uh, Los Angeles. This is sounding a bit like a, um, uh, what's that show called? Uh, this Is Your Life? Yeah, it is very much yeah. like that. <laughs> um, he arrived in LA in January 1980 by February 1980. He was making sauces, in particular, a spicy sauce that we all know and love, sriracha. I was about to say sriracha. <laughs> I can't even pronounce it, but I was going to try to say it. Yes. Um, so, wow. What's a David Tran was behind sriracha? Sriracha, correct. Did, so, did, he name, did he name it that so that all Western people sounded completely stupid every time they tried to pronounce it? Is that, possibly. Was that the reason? I reckon so. He was a smart man. He um, and he's very rich now too, I bet. He is, yes. I'll tell you a bit more about that in a minute. Um, first, uh, it was a small family-run business. Um, by the way, he's still the sole owner of the company. How old is he now? 77. So he's been wow. running it since 1980. Um, they used to deliver uh, all their um, sauces on bicycles at, in the early days. Uh, the chili sauces were packaged in recycled baby food jars. Wow. They sold them, yeah, they sold them to small shops and restaurants around LA. <clears throat> um, it quickly moved around 
the Asian community who started buying the product. I didn't realize and, that it came out of America. I didn't, I didn't. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I had no idea until I no. came across this article. Yeah, um, nice, his, nice his, uh, his motto was, was always to make a rich man's sauce at a poor man's price. So he rarely ever increased the wholesale price. I always wanted to keep it as low as possible. Um, so that, obviously could reach the masses. Um, the word Srechacha actually comes from a Thai uh, woman who actually created a, the first source by that name in 1949. Um, she named it after her hometown, uh, Si Racha is ah. the town, right. and it's 120 kilometres southeast of Bangkok. So if you can imagine Bangkok and you've got the Gulf, it's going around to the bottom right along the coast so it's it's a coastal is this coastal thailand, um, city thailand thailand correct oh. yeah so southeast of bangkok uh the thai sriracha is actually sweeter and thinner and not as spicy not as hot as ah, the, the sriracha the yeah. one that he made the yeah. name on the bottle oh oh yeah i forgot i've got some show and tell oh good Big we like ball. show and tell we do okay oh. so show and tell for those listening uh the first uh, image here is david tran himself with a blurred image of the bottles in the foreground um so that's david tran he's 77 wow. like i said earlier he definitely looks old no doubt about it yes and here's the infamous oh, wow. bottle the the red oh, bottle wow. well it's a clear bottle with the sauce and the green lid and the little pourer so you probably can't see it in the image, but obviously there's a rooster on the label and the actual name of the brand is Huey Fong, which is that vessel that he was on when he escaped oh, Vietnam. Yes. So he named it after that. Oh, wow. And the, and the rooster symbolizes his Chinese astrological sign. So oh, that was, would have been the year that. that he was born. Yeah, yeah. You so, nice. so yeah, you're the rooster. Oh, excellent. Brilliant. And the, the last little bit of information or trivia about this brand and the man, uh, approximately 18,000 bottles are made every hour. The company is now valued around about one and a half billion dollars Australian. Billion. And he did all of, billion. And he did all of that without any advertising. So it's all word of mouth. You are kidding me. Yeah. Damn. So... That is great. What an amazing story. That is. That is amazing. You're getting a little bit fuzzy, just so you know. Uh, okay. Oh, you've come back again. Oh, yay. Whew. Yes. I oh, defuzzed. No. Yes, you defuzzed. Which is... Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That, that was a great little story. I enjoyed that. Was there any more to that or? No, no, that's it. Uh, I've, we've always got uh, Srichacha in our fridge. Always. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, we're just going to have a quick break and we will be back with some more great Let's try that again. So I wanted to talk about um, a lady called uh, Patricia Schroeder of Colorado, a longtime Democratic Congresswoman who championed women's rights. She's died at 82. Um, was well, a good innings, I would agree with that. And it was a cause of complications from a stroke, so... Um, I'll show you a picture of Patricia. Okay. Well, let me get rid of the banner so we can see it in full. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, now, she was, I think, one of the longest um, Democratic uh, congressmen, uh, well, congresswoman, I should say. Congresswoman. Ever. And, uh, yeah, and she championed uh, women's rights. She was first elected to the House of Representatives in 1972, so a long, long time. And as you can imagine, the 70s, very, very male chauvinistic time. Yeah. So she would have been going and walking around with a lot of Trumps, I would have thought. Mm. Uh, so Jimmy or, Carter's uh, back then, I'm guessing. Sorry, what was that? Was it Jimmy Carter back then? 1970s, I think, somewhere around there. Yeah, I have mm. to have to do my uh, precedence again, but somewhere around there. Um, but uh, Schroeder went on to serve as a Congress uh, for more than two decades and become known as a forceful voice on women's issues and women's reproductive rights to arms control, according to House Biography. So she would fit beautifully <laughs> with what's going on in America now. And she would Ooh. obviously be, uh, I mean, obviously she's only just died. So I imagine that she's been, yeah, pretty not happy uh, with what's happening in the background as well. Mm, uh, in the past year with uh, Roe versus Wade. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely, absolutely. And just recently Wyoming has just passed uh, a new state law because they've gone back to the 1950s um, of banning abortion pills. What's um, um, uh, Tony Abbott doing over there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he gets around, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. does. Yeah, he's probably doing this, I imagine. Why are you being a dickhead fool? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. What he's probably doing. Um, Schroeder reflected in her memoir, 24 Years of Housework, and the place is still a mess. My life in politics of being one of only 14 women in the House when she was first elected. I can't help but think that uh, Nancy Pelosi must have been hot on her heels, if if mm. not very similar same time. Because I think yeah. Nancy Pelosi is like nearly 80. Um, yeah, I don't know. So uh, it's, it's pretty ridiculous stuff, some of the ages of these people. She's still in, in Congress, yeah, there isn't go. she? There you go. She's 82. 82, gee, same age. 82, she's not Speaker of the House, but uh, she's still there. Yeah, exactly the same okay. age. And so, right. yeah, she probably she probably went in very, very um, uh, similar timing, I would have thought. Uh, and they definitely share very much the same um, uh, the, the same issues, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but the late 1980s, uh, Patricia had become recognisable on Capitol Hill, battling Republicans on military spending, reproductive rights, workplace reform measures, and also coined the term Teflon president, denouncing oh, wow. Ronald. Yeah, denouncing Ronald Reagan. Um, uh, so we've got her to thank for that term, Teflon. Insert name here. Yes, it seems that it seems that is the case. So nice. yeah, so yeah. So that's a little bit on Patricia Schroeder. I mean, we've uh, we got to crack on. We've got a, uh, quite a bit more to get through. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, incredible woman, and uh, she did mm. a lot of uh, fantastic stuff, as the um, yeah. as the uh, segment says. So uh, yeah, Vale yes. Patricia Schroeder, and thank you very much for your brilliant contribution. I hope uh, mm. others can um, follow in your footsteps. That would be good. Like yeah. people like AOC would be nice. Yeah, big big shoes to fill, that's for sure. 
yeah their achievements definitely absolutely so but uh i think i'm just uh having a look at a couple things here and um Mm -hmm. just uh fumbling slightly which isn't good um especially because we're going live not like last week where we could cut things uh, out Tell me about it. So it's not making me very happy. But what we're going to do is we are going to go to COVID cases because we've got to talk about it, unfortunately. But before we do, we uh, have a bit of a um, message from our favourite non-sponsor. The Australia Institute produces high-quality research that has real-world impact, whether it's revealing the $10.3 billion in fossil fuel subsidies provided by federal and state governments last year, or our long-standing research advocating for a federal anti-corruption commission with real teeth, we change minds. To donate, head on over to australiainstitute.org.au. Yeah, the COVID countdown. Um, no, we haven't had a countdown in ages. We haven't, have we? Because we all thought that COVID left us and, you oh. know, everything was fine. We're just getting on. COVID who? Day and, yeah, that's yeah. it. Exactly right. <laughs> but uh, I've got a few stats here. So okay. um, Hit us. reported as of the Friday the 17th of March 2023, uh, we have got... Uh, the state has recorded, uh, New South Wales, uh, 8,900 more COVID-19 cases, up from right. 7,800 the week before. Okay, a bit of an increase. Yes, and just over 800 people are in hospital. Wow. 13 of those are in intensive care. Okay, that's um, alarming. And they had 22 deaths today as well. Wow. Yeah, so, but, uh, you know, it's not all beer and Skittles, unfortunately. Um, it's, mm. uh, we, we got 3,960 in Victoria, up from 3-3 last week, 114 mm-hmm. hospital, 29 new deaths. Not great. Not no, great. that's more than New South Wales. It is. Wow. Four, in, um, four in intensive care. I I can't help but think though I can't help but think that most of the people that are dying are probably, uh, well, they're probably cookers and some 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 very unfortunate uh, people that maybe can't take the jab. Mm. Yeah, because um, surely if you've got, if you've had the um, the vaccines, you're less likely to die because that's the idea of having the vaccines. Very much less likely to get really sick or die. Yes, mm. absolutely. And classic example is my daughter, who I think's got COVID for the second or third time. And um, I think it's all because she hasn't had her fourth jab. Mm. So she went to sort of she went to try to get her fourth jab, and she got COVID. So she had to wait three months. Right. right. So okay. it's, all, it's all been a bit crappy. Now she has to wait another mm. three months. So. Does she get the fourth jab? And, you know, it's that, sorry, hot, that horrible little, you know, circle um, mm. of just having to keep waiting, and, waiting. So, And she goes to uni, right? Well, she's trying so to. She, yeah. Can't but, now. Well, yeah, there's no yeah. obligation to not go. No, but she, one, she feels terrible. And mm. two, 
she ethically feels responsible not to. So yeah, exactly. And I probably yeah, but, um, good on her. Yeah, exactly. Um, a work colleague of mine was in Sydney last week uh, for a presentation at a conference last Thursday, and he's come back and thinks that he might have COVID. The rats are coming back negative. Doesn't mean he doesn't have it, because what if it's a new strain that the rat can't pick up? But apparently other people who went to the conference are dropping like flies Wow! over the last couple of days. So he's decided to stay at home this week. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's definitely going around again. Yeah, well, I mean, someone in my play um, has got it at the moment. Um, and mm. he was he was there on the weekend when we were pra- when we were practicing, and he had his mask on right. the whole time. So yeah. he was trying to do the right thing, but he was mm. oh my god, he needs to rest. You can tell that he's just shot. So yeah, but plus well, he's only got he a few did- more days to get better. Well, I know, and he designs all the sets as well. Oh wow! Yeah, is he in little- the play or is he? Yeah, yeah, and he's got a quite a big part. Right. right, right, okay. And I don't know his part, so I can't do it. Um, mm. Hopefully, he's got an understudy. No, doesn't. Mm-mm. Not that I know of. So it'll have to be one of those, it'll be all right on the night. Mm. I've, I've had one of those before. Um, I lost my yeah. voice years ago, and I lost it after the first show. And oh, no. I couldn't, yeah, I I could not, I couldn't speak for the whole day. I, I just I totally lost it. And mm. so I didn't talk for the whole day. <laughs> I know that seems ridiculous <laughs> for me. Um, but I didn't. I didn't think for the whole Especially day. when you're I, acting and you're, you're yeah. in a play. Well, no, no, no. I know that. But I didn't do anything for the whole day. Um, and I didn't talk to anyone. And at the time, uh, Ness was in hospital. So mm. I couldn't talk to her either. Uh, but no. I, did, I did write to her on a, a yep. piece of paper so that I could yep. do the performance that night. So, mm. And it did. It worked by not talking. Oh, great. Day. Yeah, yeah. I saved my voice. Yeah, not putting, strain, not putting yeah. the strain on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so it's pretty amazing. But anyway, so you can do it. As I say, it'll mm. be all right on the night. They say Doctor yes. Theatre. So you know, we'll get there. But uh, yeah, yeah so uh, very uh, apropos and obviously tangentially, um, uh, we've sold about a hundred tickets for the Sunday show. I think we're mm-hmm. about sixty or seventy tickets for the. Uh, first Saturday matinee, I think, and mm-hmm. the Saturday night shows around about 70-odd as well, I think. Nice. So if we could get near 100 on every show, I'd be quite happy. So Yeah. Awesome. That'd be, that'd be quite good. So, But, um, yeah, yeah, so it sounds all right. So we'll see how we go. Um, but, yes, people, uh, you can get your tickets. We'll have all the links at the end, at the end of the show if you want to go. It's and right, it's right there now for those yes. oh, watching. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, yeah, so clocktowercenter.com.au, Flemington Theatre Company, Kineska. Um, It's a community theatre. There's whole kids involved. Um, I've got quite mm. a few friends that are coming with their kids. So if you do live in the Melbourne area, if you live anywhere near Mooney Ponds, Essendon, Ascot Vale, any of that sort of stuff, um, Kensington, anything near there, um, or even if you live out yeah. of it and you feel like mm. going to some community theatre, come down. It's yeah. a great venue. And... Uh, They'll uh, apply you with alcohol. All good. So, anyway, Queensland, 3,000. Sorry, what was that? User pays, of course. Yes, of course. Absolutely. (laughs) 
They're not no going to give, they're they're not gonna give you alcohol. Yeah, exactly. No, no free rides. <laughs> 3,049 new COVID-19 cases in Queensland, 247 yeah. people in hospital and 17 death. That's actually a lot considering you've got four-fifths of all people living in Queensland. Mm. Um, yeah, exactly. Yep. So, uh, South Australia is 2347, 59 people in hospital, eight new deaths. No, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Capital Territory, 516, 14 uh, people in hospital, one new death. Uh, Tasmania, 722, 14 and one death. Uh, West Australia, 2625, 59 people, one in ICU, 29 deaths. That is a lot. Mm. I'm just going to go yeah. back to that. West Australia, 29 deaths. That's wow. That's, and you were saying Queensland's small. Uh, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, smaller. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, you're spot <laughs> yeah. on. There's only about two million people in all of Perth, I think. So, mm. uh, yeah, I'm, what I'm going to do, and of course, to... all... yeah. I was just going to say, of course, those numbers are underreported because I don't think many people are reporting if they have it. No, I think you're 100 percent right. I, I mm. think all those numbers probably ten times that. Mm. I mean, I know my daughter's got it. I know for a fact that she's not going to report it. Um, mm. I know my friend's got it and he's not going to report it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know where they're getting this stuff from, but yeah, I don't know. So, but anyway, you can see the um, trajectory on that graph. Mm-hmm. Way 1st of December last year, it was still right up there, 100,000. You can yeah. see that at Christmas. So, you can see it's come right down, which is really good. Mm. But there seems to be That's... a little bit of a spike. Yeah, um, yeah, just a tad. I wonder if that's because of um, extra people coming into the country due to comedy university. festival. Uh, comedy festival as well, yep, university starting up in the last month or two. I think you're 100% right. I think that's a yeah. really good call. And I think with the comedy festival and the Grand Prix, you're looking at millions coming into Melbourne. Mm. Yeah. So, which is not this weekend, I think it's the following weekend, the Grand Prix in Melbourne. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I, I, I don't really follow it, but I know the comedy yeah. festival starts. Uh, well, actually, the comedy festival officially starts uh, next uh, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, huh, well, nice. I think it's unofficially it starts on the 28th mm. of March. I think officially it right. starts on the 1st of April, but don't hold me right. Okay, um. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, I thought I'd just go through some of those mm. cases. We've got a few more um, bits of stuff there. I'll put the link in the show notes, as we always say, but you might yeah. not read it because it's COVID, and I don't blame you, but I mm. thought we'd talk about it anyway. You had yeah. another angle on COVID there, Wincy? Yeah, just some um, new scientific um, studies that have been released in the last few days regarding the origins of um, of of. COVID-19, an international team of virus experts discovered some more genetic data from the market in Wuhan where they um, suspect where it may have started. Um, Donald Trump's underpants. He was... Yes. He was was, uh, visiting China at the time. China, China, China. Is that right? He was? Uh, Possibly. Uh, cannot confirm or deny that. Right. Um, so obviously, it's still hotly contested by the, especially by the Chinese government. They're not going to admit that um, it started there. Um, but a lot of no, the they, they really don't like admitting much. That. 
They don't like admitting no. much. They really don't. No. Um, but there is overwhelming evidence um, that there is a strong link between um, traces of COVID-19 found in animals sold at the market. So the new evidence that's come out is, um, is related to raccoon dogs. Now, raccoon dogs are members of the canid family, which includes the domestic dogs, but are likely related to foxes more than dogs. Got a picky? Dogs. Got a picky? Uh, oh, no, no. Uh, that was the only thing I didn't take a picture well, of. You keep, we'll you, you, keep talk, you keep talking. I'll see if I can yep, find one. Yep, you're sick if, if you can find one. Um, these raccoon dogs are known to hibernate in winter. Um, unlike foxes or domestic dogs. They're native to East Asia, including China, obviously, Korea, Japan, where in Japan they're known as Tanuki. And for those who are familiar with Nintendo games like Super Mario Kart, Tanuki is a costume that Mario wears and is a character that can be chosen when you play Super Mario Kart. It doesn't There's look a, a bit like that? Critter. Yeah, uh, sort of. It's all COVID. <laughs> That one looks like it's very plump, which probably means it's it's getting ready for hibernation. Apparently, oh, they get very thin it's pregnant. In, in summer. Or maybe it's it's pregnant. Oh. Uh, what else have I got for you? Um, yeah, so the, the findings don't prove that raccoon dogs were infected with the virus, but it does show that um, the link between the animals that were there... Um, had traces of COVID around the area. So, for example, um, the lab has found um, traces of COVID on cages, um, carts where the animals were were um, were being held. Um, where else were they found? On the floor, walls. So they got swabs um, taken of all those surfaces. Um, yeah, so it obviously points to a link, not proof, but there's definitely a link. Whether So there's still the contentious um, theory of how it started, whether it started in a lab in China and got a, a released by accident or whether it got transmitted via animals um and then transmitted to humans through these markets because obviously a lot of these animals like the raccoon dog are sold for consumption of meat as well as um, their fur so yeah just new story that's come out in the last few days um, do, they eat, do, the do, do they eat the raccoon dog yes they do poor Sadly. little bugger i mean seriously yeah yeah, I think anything um, that moves pretty much. It's pretty terrible, isn't it, really? Is is game for Some, eating. Mean, look how cute that is. Yeah. Oh, well. Very he got cute. His, he or she got his own back, gave the mm. world COVID. So, yeah. Yep. Nice job. Exactly. Well done, you. Yeah. Well done. But, so we may never know how COVID-19 started, but, yeah, yeah there's still obviously investigations happening around the world. Um, yeah. to find out. Yeah. Yeah, so well, yeah, that's my COVID story this week. Yeah, that's, that is a good one. That is a good story. No doubt about that one. Um, but, um, yeah, as I say, I mean, the amount of cases that, you know, we're seeing, um, mm. you know, around, you know, it, it's very hard to um, to get away from. 
So. Yeah, yeah. And with people not wearing masks anymore, a lot of them, me included. Um, yes, you included. Yes, I know. I know you're not happy with that. Sorry. Um, yeah, um, to be honest, I'm surprised I haven't got it. But who's to know if we've had it already? Because maybe we didn't suffer any symptoms. Well, so. well, that's true as well. I mean, you just mm. don't know. You just don't know yeah. now, do you? So, um, mm. but um, but yeah, but we we know it's a thing. So you know, mm. um, there's much more you can really do there. But uh, yeah. look, I think we should uh, finish on a high note. <gasps> yes. So um, I'm should... not even going to try. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to have a look at uh, what's on the box. Get this crazy man off the streets. Notice, but lately I've been drifting aimlessly. Oh my God. Will you stop chanting channels and just tell me what's on the box? So Fine, I'll tell you what's on the box. That's it. What's I'll on the first. box? What's on the box? That's it. What's going All on? right. We have started a new series on Netflix. Um, oh, the Netflix again. Good old Netflix. It's the one that hasn't left this household since it started all those years ago, five, six years ago, whenever it was. No, um, no, 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 no. It was way, way, way uh, older than that. Is it, it longer was... than that? Oh yeah, it started in two thousand and eleven or twelve. Yeah, that long ago. Yep. Wow. One of the first ones they ever did was. No, it's two thousand fifteen, according to Google. Is that Australia though? Australia, correct. Ah, right. I didn't just. I think they started earlier elsewhere. And from memory, I think, didn't they start as a DVD postal service where you'd hire a DVD, that post to you, and you had two weeks to watch it, and then you'd return it? Pretty sure it was Netflix who started. Who, yeah, they who did started. do that. That's how they started, yeah. Amazon did that as well. Amazon mm. did that as well. And uh, ne- next, Netflix uh, expanded beyond the United States by offering a streaming-only plan in Canada in 2010. In Latin America, oh. Caribbean in 2011, in the United Kingdom, Ireland and Scandinavia by 2012. Wow. And we started one, in I 2015. Was, we were late. I, 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 didn't, I didn't get – well, that doesn't surprise me. But, um, but, yeah, so, yeah, I was Netflix streaming in 2012. Mm. So, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, that's why, yeah, that's why you, you've, yeah, you've gone further back than when it actually started here. Yes, that's a hundred percent. Yeah, it makes sense. So I am reviewing a series yes. called Lockwood and Co. I'm excited. Um, it's new based stuff. on a young adult. Uh, new stuff. Ooh, I reckon you might like this one. It's based on a young like adult stuff. supernatural thriller series written by Jonathan Stroud. Um, ah. In the TV, in the TV series, um, Netflix. This one is based in London. I think the other one's based in London too. But it's based in London. Uh, it's all about catching or getting rid of ghosts. Right. Uh, ghosts are deadly if they touch humans, and only children are able to sense the ghosts. So adults or um, slash government agencies, um, 
employ children to um, gather the ghosts and get rid of them. Yeah. The main pro protagonist is Lucy, um, who's run away from her home outside of London, and she heads to London looking for a job. Um, it's a bit like Harry Potter-esque, where there's a school of where you learn how to control your supernatural abilities, and then you get work. But she has special talents, and um, yeah, so she runs away. I won't give too much, but she runs away. She finds a small agency um, in London run by a couple of teenage boys um, who do things unorthodoxly. Unorthodoxly, is that the word? I don't think that's a word, Orthodox. no. No? Okay, I've made it up. You made up some words the other week. It's my turn, so there. I did. Stringles <laughs> and orthora. Yeah, that's it. I'm glad you remembered. We've got to get it into the, um, into the <laughs> Macquarie Dictionary. Um, <laughs> Okay, let's play you a trailer. Nice. Here we go. Hold on, Lucy. Interesting. Yeah, so that is the show. There's obviously a lot more than that, and I think we've only seen two or three episodes. Um, there's some scary bits that I thought that might scare our kids. Uh, but no, we've been watching it late at night and then going straight to bed. So uh, that looks like they're okay with it. <laughs> okay. Despite some of those scenes like that ghost when it comes out at you, just scares the living daylights out of you Jesus, yeah. um, no, what, what yeah. would you, how many blurt stars would you give it i would give that oh uh four out of five from what i've seen so far sure. highly yeah. recommended definitely go watch it oh wow okay I'll, I'll put that on our list for sure we're um we're getting through uh season six of outlander at the moment so uh, okay um i think i've seen that one you haven't no Oh, it's. I think you've re you have reviewed that. I think I have. It's sensational. Yeah. It's it's one of those um, epic ones like Biggie Blinders and mm. all that sort of stuff. Outlander's got a massive cult following um, around okay. the world. It's uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's very good. But as I said to Ness the other night, there's no doubt in my mind that for the season six, the Outlandians, um, mm -hmm. the people who follow Outlander, I don't know what they're called, but that's what I'm calling. Them. Um, I'm sure they've um, written in and said we want more sex in the um, in the last series. Uh, right. <laughs> series five didn't have that much in it. Like series one and two and three all had quite a bit in it. But um, mm. 
But series five and four was sort of laying down different stories and things. But six, yeah. back with a vengeance. So um, <laughs> that's reckon, hot and spicy. Then yes, it is. <laughs> There's a bit of sriracha going on there. There's uh, no doubt about that whatsoever. But um, but yeah, no, brilliant, excellent. I'll, I'll look at that one. Oh, actually, the other mm. thing I was going to say as well is there's a an, a movie. It's not out yet. I think it's April. Um, it's called I think it's called Portable Door. Yeah, and cool. Okay. I, I think that's on Netflix as well, and it sort mm. of fits into the Lockwood and Co. Mode. It's mm-hmm. not quite as supernatural with the ghosts and whatever, mm. but it looks really cool. It's got a really, really good cast. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's worth having a look at. Uh, um, something else. I, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Something else that I uh, believe is worth having a look at. Although, to be honest with you, uh, one of the re- reviews that I was reading in the Guardian didn't like it as much as I did. It. Okay. They've um they've given it a two star review and they've called it a charmless guess who's coming to dinner update. So right, yeah. um yes, so which a- was a French movie to, uh, originally. Yes, I think it was. I think it was. But this one is called um, You People. I think it was done in 2021, and mm-hmm. a couple of the stars are uh, Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill, and Julia Louise Dreyfus. Oh, wow, big names. Uh, yeah, they are big names. And Jonah Hill, you might not know, but he's, uh, he's a moderately prolific producer slash writer nowadays. Mm. He's, not, he's not just an actor. He's done, um, he's done quite a few films. We've watched a couple of his. This is a, we've watched a few of his films now um, that he's had a hand in writing and producing, and it's, it's interesting where he's going, what direction mm. he's taking yeah. after all those sort of Seth Rogen sort of movies. Mm. Like that. Yeah, those uh, puerile type yeah. movies that just, yeah yeah so he's, he's matured a bit a lot oh yeah know. without yeah without a doubt without a doubt I still got little bits of puerile but not 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 that much mm. um, yeah. because Eddie Murphy doesn't really go down that road as a rule so and Julia Louise doesn't either but it's I I, I liked it I thought it was quite cool um, mm. but uh, Jonah Hill plays this guy that apparently he's pretty cool in um, black culture. And he does this podcast with this, um, I I don't think she, uh, them, uh, it's it's a them, uh, them, they. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, but but they, uh, they are black. And so they have Mm -hmm. this, uh, this culture conversation on their podcast all the time. And it's quite interesting. Because, um, yeah, because he seems to know a bit about it and he sort of mm-hmm. uses their fashion and blah, 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 just not for any other reason that, that he likes it. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's um, he, he just enjoys that culture. So, yeah, mm-hmm. anyway, he's on this podcast, but he also has a day <laughs> job. So I'm, I'm looking at your cat in the cat. background just running up and down. What are you doing? Anyway. Uh, um, sorry. Yes. Farmer entertaining. I know. I get it. Animals always are. Animals always are. But um, I don't know what she's doing. I got no idea. Anyway, um, so yes. Yeah, so what happens is he um, he falls in love uh, with this uh, uh, lady who is a black uh, lady, a black um, actress, um, and and basically it's all about how they have their relationship and how they meet Eddie Murphy, who is her dad. Um, and Julie Louise Dreyfus, who is Jonah Hill's mum. 
And in this movie, Jonah Hill, uh, I think he's, I think, I don't know. I think he's Jewish in real life, but I'm not sure. Um, but Julia Louise Dreyfus plays quite Jewish, I think almost orthodox in this mm. um uh, in this uh, in this movie, and I just remember David Duchovny is in this movie as well. Oh right, okay. He he plays Jonah Hill's dad, so mm. um, yeah. So there's a few people in it, and um, and I I really enjoyed it. Uh, both N- Ness and I and India all enjoyed it. We would definitely mm. give it more than uh, two stars. I'd probably give it about three and a half, maybe maybe four. Mm-hmm. So it's yep. not definitely not the best movie I've ever seen, but it is a movie that I would recommend just chilling out with a few uh, beers or wines with some chips or something mm. on a Saturday yep. night or something. It's yeah, it's cool. So when you don't want to think about a, a movie, you just want to sit and be entertained. Yeah, it was entertaining, but again, I mean, it's good. It's quite good dialogue at times, and um, mm. you know, it's it was quite funny. Uh, I'm going to play a little bit in a minute, and it will give you a little bit of an idea of um uh some of the stuff but just i'm just gonna just read the last bit of this which is um their moods are determined by their parents they're talking about jonah hill and his partner and it's both disheartening and not at all surprising their parents are the ones who engineer couples inevitable late second act blah 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 blah. i'm not going to tell you any of that because that'll tell you what how it happens anyway so (laughs) for all its insistence and its daring piece of social commentary which is what it's meant to be a a piece of and when you when i uh play it in a minute you'll know exactly what i'm saying you people is above all a romance without a beating heart well i see i wouldn't agree with that i wouldn't agree with that at all so anyway I uh, I really enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. It's called You People. It's on Netflix. Um, you can get it now. And uh, as I say, three and a half, four, Blurred Stars. I recommend it. And uh, you can have a little look at the trailer. See what you think. All right, let's have a look. Ezra! <laughs> what are you up to these days? Got a girlfriend? No. But you don't like getting pushy? Okay. Hearing the word pussy come out of your mouth does make me question whether or not I like it. Back again, up in the mouth. I've never going to meet a woman who understands me. I don't think I've heard of a man ever who wanted to be in a relationship so badly besides Drake. I'm talking Views Drake. They hear that loud. I feel like Views Drake, alone on a building, dangling my legs off, wondering what it's like to feel companionship. What the fuck? What the fuck? What are you doing? Okay. But you're not getting five stars. This is <laughs> Uber driver. I mean, honestly, you guys are twins. Oh my god! Wait, she really does look like me. You're dating a black girl. I've never felt so understood by somebody in my entire life. Whether you like it or not, we kind of go together now. You're my boo. Come on. I'm gonna ask her to marry me. Do you plan to talk to our family? Yeah, I just haven't had the chance to meet them. What's going on? Tell me about life. How are you? <laughs> this is your white granddaddy come back to haunt me. What? Now this is my fault? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Well, Ezra, you could try. They hate me. Can you honestly say that your family's excited to have my black ass in the picture? <laughs> Oh my gosh, you are so beautiful. I think the police okay. are fucked up towards black people. I like your braids. Thank you. Exhibit it. <laughs> What's the difference between me? 
pretty awesome life together. We just need to protect it. Oh, so you're all Muslim. Very much so. I love it. This kufi that I'm wearing was actually a gift from the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. Mm. Are you familiar with the minister's work? Well, I'm familiar with what he said about the Jews. You know, let's have dinner. What's the difference between me and you? Your family, my family. I don't know how this is going to work. Well, we were technically OG slaves. Are you trying to compare the Holocaust to slavery? We lost the potatoes. Our people came here with nothing like everybody else. It's a very uncomfortable conversation. You kidding me? Did we ever figure out what happened with the potatoes? Are you kidding me? ETA on those? (laughs) What's the difference? What's up with white cuz? Am I white cuz? Well, I'm not. I'm white cuz for sure. Uh, that looks good. It is good, and I I do I, I highly recommend it. And really, the Guardian can go and get stuffed. I thought it was fun. <laughs> we 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 really enjoyed it. So it was it was fun. Um, yeah, yeah. So say he wrote that one as well. So mm. yeah, he's um, he looks different, Jonah Hill in that one yeah. with his slick back hair and yeah, yeah, yeah. He's changed. He's yeah. He's changed his uh, appearance a lot, but he mm. seems to be doing that more and more now. And uh, yeah, obviously choosing who he's working with and 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 what he's doing. But I thought it had a bit of heart. I thought it was pretty good. So mm. uh, yeah, I recommend it anyway. So, yeah. but um, I don't know about you, buddy, but I think that it's pretty much our start. I think so. That's for this our week. show for the night. Yeah. I think so. I think so. So uh, thanks for listening on the pod. Um, as Wensy would say, catch us up on the socials. What socials are they, Wensy? Uh, that would be, uh, if I put the tickers back up, uh, Twitter, which is at Blurt New. You can reach us on our blurtstar at gmail.com. YouTube, just do a search for the new Blurt. You'll find us. Um, and don't forget to go watch the show where Keely plays Poseidon this weekend. Good luck, buddy. Hope it goes well. Yes. Enjoy it as yes. I know you will. Yes, it should be fun. It should be a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, can't wait to hear, hear all about it next week on next next week's show. Yes, absolutely. On next week's show, we will talk about it. And um, we are looking at getting Maria to flag her back uh, with us uh, soon. She's been absolutely flat out at the moment. Um, and uh, with the Comedy Festival in Melbourne, excuse me, um, over the next uh, few weeks uh, coming up, um, I don't think we'll probably have uh, any guests uh, coming in, mainly because I'm going to quite a few shows. Shows, <laughs> and I won't have enough time to sort it out. Yeah. So, um, uh, but if you could have a chat with our friend and counsellor, uh, is it Nicole Nicholson? Or... Uh, Nicole, oh god, I should know. Is yes, counsellor Nicole, counsellor Nicole? Nicole, Nicole. I can't remember her surname now. All right, I should okay. know. if you could have a chat with her, it'd be fantastic if we could get it back on. Yeah, yeah, we got sure. it once, got we should be able to get it again. Sure. Yeah, got a bit of homework. Yeah, I'd love to, I need to get back on. Absolutely, I'd love to get some green stuff uh, from her. Mm. To find out what's going on. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really good. Um, and I'll follow up on uh, stuff down here as well. Until yes. next week, people. 
thank you for joining us uh, on the pods. And if you see us on the tubes, uh, uh, subscribe and like and share away. Right. And we will oh, see you next What he said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> see All right. You. See you guys. Bye, everyone. The new blurb is brought to you by Wensi and Kickstart, usually on a Tuesday evening. You can catch us on all the socials, as they say, the Blurt YouTube channel. We have a Twitter Blurt handle, and there is a Blurt Star Facebook page as well. So, if you're interested in getting getting in touch, blurtstar at gmail.com, and we will get back to you as soon as we can if you've got any questions. Until next week, there'll be another feed coming at you. Has been a Get Off The Glass Productions, brought to you by Wincy and Kickstarter.